This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 17. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. To cut through the noise and clutter, you have to reach your audience in such a manner that they remember what you do, why you do it, and how you do it. One such way is business storytelling. Stories can serve as vessels that can deliver key complex messages in an easy to understand format and also keep your audience engaged. If you pay attention to some of the best speakers, you'll find that they'll be using stories part of their presentations. And those are the stories that you'll come remembering out of that presentation. We talked quite a bit about using storytelling in public speaking with Tom Morrow in episode number three. And in today's episode, we're going to go a bit deeper on the same topic and talk to Tim Wise about the key to creating connection stories. Tim currently mentors, trains and coaches businesses and business people who want to improve their levels of engagement and influence, leading to better communication and sales, primarily through business storytelling. He also trains medium and large companies on the importance of business storytelling story listening and story triggering. But before we dive into what Tim has to share, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, GetResponse. GetResponse is probably the world's most easiest email marketing and autoresponder service. They have a drag and drop editor along with other cool features to make life easy for even the non-tech savvy people and the best part of their service is the 24-7 live chat support. It makes it a breeze to get answers to any questions you might have. So if you don't have an autoresponder service, or if you're thinking of changing from your current one, then GetResponse is the one you should go for. Go to keytoauthority.com slash GetResponse to start your 30-day free trial. Now, here's Tim Wise. Hey Tim, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. We've caught up for a few times. I love what you do in terms of working with businesses to create their stories and working to get engagement through that. And after hearing what you do and seeing what you do as well, wanted to get you on the show. So here we are. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Janesh. Appreciate it. So, Tim, how does one get involved in something or such interesting topic as storytelling for businesses and why do you do so? The way I got involved in storytelling was a bit of a roundabout way. Initially, uh, I traveled to Connecticut back in 2007 and attended a workshop over there which demonstrated the power of internal stories. And it was revealed to me that the stories that we have inside can either really help us or really hinder us. And it was some years later that I was introduced to the power of storytelling in business and uh, how that can be an effective way of communicating, engaging and inspiring and cutting through a lot of the noise in the marketplace. And in terms of power of storytelling... Obviously, the stories have a lot of meaning and we've been trained to listen from when we're kids and stuff. So what are the different types of stories and why are they important that the businesses should be using them? Yeah, so there's a bunch of different stories. We can have clarity stories, success stories, connection stories, anti-stories, you know, the story triggering, storytelling, story listening. There's all sorts of aspects to business storytelling. Um, I guess one of the most important aspects uh, is connection. Until we have that connection with our audience or our clients, 
uh, we, they really don't care. Uh, Zig Ziglar had a, had a great saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think that pretty much summarises why storytelling works. And connection stories are a vital part of creating, well, connection. So what is the key to creating a connection story? So a connection story, the key to it is really finding something that you're really passionate about or that was a key moment in your life. Connection stories don't even have to be business related. They could be relate to where you grew up. They could relate to something that you maybe geeked out or that you geek out on, that you get very excited, that you can lose a sense of time in. So really connection stories come out of our passions, they come out of our memories and and they're designed to show people that we're like them and they're also designed to show people that we're a little different to them, to show that we're unique in some way. So those are the two boxes that connection stories tick and and as I say, they don't have to be business stories because at the end of the day, business people are human beings and they connect at an emotional level. So business is irrelevant um, um, at that point of the conversation, which is usually in the early part of any communication. And I guess people kind of sometimes forget when they're engrossed in the business that they forget about that personal side of things and personal story side of things. So where does one start? creating that connection story so you mentioned looking into the past if you could give us a teaser of a process of what in what is involved yeah so really um there's a bunch of what we call story triggering questions so sometimes it's very difficult when you're on the on the spot to think of a story so when i run my workshops you know i i ask people you know tell me of a of a of a time when you were led by someone great and and people initially are really scratching their heads until you ask them a series of triggering questions where they start to remember in the recesses of their minds when someone showed great leadership in their life, um, as an example. Um, but as I said, the connection story might relate to one of the triggering questions is, you know, give me something that you, know, you geek out on, for example. So for me, I geek out on surfing. I love surfing. So on the weekend, um, I went down south. It was a long weekend. I was down there with my son, Charlie, who's 15 years of age. He's also a passionate surfer. And uh, whereas we used to live down in that region and surf whenever we wanted to, uh, we recently moved up to Perth. So now when we go down there, we're kind of like kids in the candy store. <laughs> we used to have the candy store on our front doorstep, but now when we go down, we're just, you know, we're kind of pigging out. So we uh, we went for two surfs every day. And uh, we just had a fantastic time. It just makes you realize, you know, that it just made me realize how passionate I was about surfing and that, um, you know, that, that down south in the southwest is a, is a very special place. So that's an example of a connection story. Anyone who is into surfing or has been down to the southwest has some level of association with what I'm saying. So if I was talking to an audience, like a local audience, there's not many people in Western Australia or certainly around Perth that haven't at one time been down to the southwest, the Margaret River region. So I could have gone into a lot more detail in that story, which all of a sudden transports people into my world, tells them a little bit unique, something unique about me, which is that I love surfing, um, and they can also relate. So we connect at that level. And I guess it also shares about something in terms of you as well. It's like you love 
your family and your door that moment in time with your kid. So that's a connection and it has a purpose because I guess some people wonder that does every story have to be planned and just by you sharing a quick snippet, a normal story kind of thing that shares a lot of insights into your life as well as creating that connection. So it's simply brilliant. Yeah, that, look, that's that's a fantastic point. Thank you for picking up on that because <clears throat> that's what stories really do is they they – communicate a bunch of things without me having to make a bullet point list of saying, you know, Janesh, I really love surfing. I love my kids. I love doing things with my kids. I think the environment down south is fantastic. As you said, all those things are inherent in, in the, in the story and it's pieced together in a, a more interesting way and a more engaging way. So creating a structure around a memorable connection story. So, how do you, how does one go about doing that? So are there things you have to follow or is it just haphazard? Yeah, look, it's really, it's the two points that I outlined earlier, which is, you know, uh, identifying something which you would have in common with other people and also something that's unique about you. So in that story, the unique part might be that I love surfing because not everybody loves surfing. And the common part is, you know, that I love the Southwest and virtually everyone loves the environment <laughs> in the Southwest. So you can see how that works um, in a quite a simplistic way. But the principles are the same regardless of your connection story. Whilst it might take some twists and turns, those are the two main principles. And in terms of then leading into something else, so how do you factor into that? So let's say I guess you're giving a presentation to people about business storytelling so how do you go lay out in such a way that you can lead into the content you're presenting or go about getting those points across? Yeah, so we, we, have, an, we have a number of formulas. As I say, there's about five or six different um, uh, story formulas that we teach. But I guess the first two parts of one of the main formulas are time and place. So um, in, our story, in our story spotting uh, formula, there's six components, I think, from memory. Uh, the first two are story, uh, are a sense of time and place. So in the story that I shared before, you'll notice it was on the weekend and the place was down south. Yep. So those elements throw us into a story because it throws us into a moment in time. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is making their stories too broad. So I really encourage people to um, to go very deeply, in, well, when I say deeply, to identify a moment in time and tell that story as opposed to telling something too broadly. And in terms of going specific, obviously you have specific moments which you can lead into as you showed in terms of your story where you talked about your kid and the uh, surfing side of things. So how does one go about, you know, getting those stories together? Because you've been doing this for quite a while, but what are some tips? And as you mentioned, some people do some mistakes. So how does one get into that habit of getting those stories? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the things is we, we tend to forget our stories so what I encourage my clients to do is, you know, capture their stories as they um, as they uh, appear and as they present themselves in their day-to-day business. 
So there's almost a story every day that we can capture. It's just that we're not aware of it. And the best way to identify a story, again, is when someone starts talking about time and place. They become the, you know, I guess the indicators that we're about to hear a story or certainly a business story. So other stories, you know, the start of other styles of stories can take different forms, but business stories tend to start with time and place. And in terms of creating that engagement and that emotions in that story, you know, where people go, mm, ahs, and like yeah. they engross themselves, that visualization of it. So what is some techniques or strategies that you suggest your clients to do or utilize? Well, you know, a lot of good stories tend to have an element of surprise to them. They tend to have characters and, and we can talk about characters and dis- describe characters some very good storytellers can even do impersonations and sort of, you know, mimic um, the way people are, you know, in terms of the dialogue that might go on in a story. So there's those sorts of elements. I think also, you know, painting sort of a picture of, of, of you know, say describing a place, you know, you might um, create the setting for that without going over the top. Uh, you might just use big generic pieces like, um, once I was working with someone who um, was very passionate about Frisbee and he had a, had a Frisbee business and his story and he had, he had created a story, but it was the chronology of um, the Frisbee world, you know, it was kind of like Frisbee was started in this year and, you know, then this happened and that happened. It was, you know, as though it was a story, it was a, a little bit overarching, it was a bit, you know, dare I say it, a little bit boring, not very engaging. So I asked the, that client to identify a time when he acknowledged and saw that he was really passionate about Frisbee. And it was, you know, in the Maldives when he was throwing Frisbee to a young indigenous Maldivian boy. And as part of that, I told him to describe, you know, what it was like. So he described, you know, there was white sand and palm trees and, you know, the the ocean was aqua blue. Now, he didn't have to go over the top with describing those things, but just by using those big generic pieces, everyone in that room was basically transported to the Maldives because we all know we, if we haven't been there, we've seen the pictures of the palm trees, the aqua blue water, you know, and the and the um, the lily white sand. So we don't have to be really clever in business storytelling. We can just use pieces that everybody understands. To, in, to to really in, take that engagement to the next level. But I guess you put it right, like you don't have to be there to get that. So the audience obviously don't have to be have lived that previously. They can just try to visualize it and they can see that. Now, you mentioned that there are some mistakes that people do. So what are some common mistakes that people should avoid in their storytelling? Well, I guess, you know, I'll share one with you. I think that, I think the, probably one of the most common ones is, you know, when people say, I want to tell you a story. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, uh, you know, what happens for people when you start, when you start a story that way is they, you know, well, what, what would your natural reaction be? Pretty much sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, here we go. This is going to take forever. Oh, I wonder if this is true because we have a lot of connotations when we you know, the word story tends to have a lot of connotations but it's interesting when we leave that word out of it and we just tell a story then stories become very concrete and they become very engaging and uh influential um and believable so 
it's interesting that just by adding that one little um, introductory thing, which we often use as a crutch to, to sort of segue into a story, uh, by leaving that out, we can make our stories much more engaging and more efficient. Yep, uh, and that's correct. Like in terms of, as you mentioned, that when people start, oh, do you want to, uh, do you want, uh, should I ask you a question or do you want me to tell your story? You just automatically switch off. But once they get started, it's really engaging. So to wrap things up, like what is one thing that our listener can do in terms of going about creating that connection story and how you mentioned creating that engagement through that? Yeah, so, you know, I think the main thing is just to identify times when you were, you know, moments in time that that meant something to you. So, as I say, there's a number of triggering questions that, that can do that. Um, you know, questions like, you know, what do you geek out on? You know, where did you used to live? Where did you go to school? What was your first profession? Um, you know, when were you really inspired? Um, those sorts of things. So, you know, sort of when and where questions um, often trigger uh, connection stories. But, you know, just it's really staying aware to times that are meaningful to you because I think the best connection stories are those that are meaningful to the individual and, and that will be different for everyone. And thanks for that. Like I guess those are the questions that will start in, intriguing the person and bringing that story out. So Tim, how could our audience get in touch with you and contact with you and find out more about what you do and how you do things? Yeah, well, there's my website, timwise.com.au. Uh, you can go there. That website is going to be uh, updated in the next uh, six weeks or so, but that has all my contact information. You can connect with me on Facebook at timwise.com.au or LinkedIn, uh, timwise on LinkedIn. The LinkedIn profile tends to have the most information about my storytelling, so that's probably not a bad place to go. And, uh, yes, so you know, I'm always running, um, I do coaching in storytelling. I run seminars and, uh, workshops. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, I think I've got one coming up next on Wednesday the 10th at Out of the Box. Um, so I think you're going to put a, a link there, uh, Janesh, to let people know all about that one. Yep, absolutely. So Fleur uh, is running out of the box biz and you've in, uh, she's invited you over there. So I'll put the link and it's uh, something I'm coming along to that as well to get a bit, bit more details as well. So again, Tim, thanks a lot for coming on along the show. I know it's you've been busy along all this with uh, all the work going on and all the events you have. So really appreciate you spending some time with us. It's my pleasure, Dinesh. Thanks for having me. I loved having that interview with Tim and hope you enjoyed listening to it as well. Today's action for you is to identify moments in time that meant something to you and ask yourself the story triggering questions such as what do you geek out on, when were you really inspired and the when and where questions to help you develop your own connection story. Also, don't forget to register for the next Out of the Box Biz event on the 10th of June where Tim Wise will be presenting on Storytelling to Influence, Inspire and Increase Business Profits. The registration link will be in the show notes, along with other links talked about in today's podcast. So to grab the show notes, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep017 and if you have any other questions, make sure you leave a comment. Till next time, see you later. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.